Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Runners World Podcast with me, Rick Pearson. Me, Ben Hobson. And me, Jane McGuire. Today we're asking, is running backwards the injury prevention hack you need in your life? What do you think, Ben? Uh, well, I did some on ahead of this. I went out on yesterday, Sunday, did a bit of running. And in the warm-up, I thought I better do some backwards running and did it. And turned around, and as I was doing it, I was like, this feels interesting, actually. Like, you can immediately sense that you're using muscles in a different way and then I um, was doing it on the pavement and I got that fear that I didn't quite know it was a straight road I knew there were no corners coming but then I, I as I turned an overhanging hedge from like the house was there and I and I just turned into it and immediately was then scared because something was in my face <laughs> and sort of then jumped and looked insane and I was yeah, really thankful that it was mad. like I, I am. I was thankful that it was seven o'clock in the morning and no one was saw me do it. So that that was. But the fundamentals, like the physi, um, physiological kind of like uh, I don't know, muscular whatever about it, you it was very noticeable that you're obviously using the the, the muscles that you use to propel yourself forwards. It kind of switches everything around and going backwards. You kind of do feel. I don't know. Yeah, I mean anything that. I think helps a muscle behave differently so that you're you deviate from the pure linear up and down of running um is good but I don't know it didn't suddenly make me think I should be doing like 100 meter backwards repeats or something in my next session or anything like that well I think it's important just to give a very bit quick quick bit of context here because um apparently the search term search term backwards running has in, has doubled in 2023 so more people are searching for this right and I think that it's probably down to some influential PTs. A guy online we've talked about before, the knee over toes guy, Ben Patrick, is yep. a big fan of running backwards, principally as a kind of uh, knee rehab exercise. I think, Often really. pulling pull um, a sled. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, I'm right in thinking that backwards walking is quite well established in a few countries, including Japan. And some there have been some robust studies that sort of show that might be good for balance and, and knee health. Um, and obviously there's the extreme end of this, which is like the retro running championships where people are like, doing backwards marathons but i don't think that's as interesting in some ways i think that's sort of its own thing in some mm. ways do you know that's, what I mean? that seems like a novelty like rather that, than a, a direct like this will make you better a little bit a little mm. bit um jane i know you're still skeptical so i think we should get tom on yes and then we, we can get Let's an expert view as to actually <laughs> is it any good guest of the week here in the studio guest of the week sometimes on the phone could be an athlete our expert this week is a runner and physio tom goom who's on to tell us a bit more about um backwards running and hopefully give us an answer to the question is backwards running the injury hack you're missing in your life so tom welcome to the runners world podcast hi thanks for having me on um yeah it's a it's a good question and i i think i i share your 
uh, you know, slight cynicism around it. You know, just if you think of the practicality of trying to run backwards, it's not ideal. Um, in, in short, I think we need to be careful we don't see this as some kind of magic bullet um, that's going to somehow prevent all future injuries. Uh, but in the same, um, same light, we also need to see there are, are actually some interesting um, benefits that have been reported in some of the literature that um, are worth exploring a bit, I think. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever tried it yourself, Tom, out of interest? I have. Um, I've, I've tried it two or three times. I was actually out uh, this morning uh, with the dog on the downs in Brighton and um, had had a bit of a go as well, you know, in the light of uh, of coming on and chatting today. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with what Ben was saying. Definitely you, you feel it working um, different muscles and that's what the evidence actually suggests as well. Um, it, it actually means we're working particularly the quads the hamstrings and the calf muscles quite a lot harder um, and we, we think we're working in quite a different way as well so when we run forward one of the things that makes us really efficient is the muscles and tendons behave like springs and what that means is our like the propulsive bit of running actually doesn't need much muscle activity and when you go backwards that's no longer so much the case so you're now needing more from the muscles to drive you forward. So it's going to work those muscles harder and that might actually improve strength. And there's a little bit of evidence to show that that's the case. So there's a few things like this, this little potential benefits uh, from it without meaning to oversell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because surely you could strengthen your glutes by doing squats, right? Like for me, backwards running sounds super dangerous. Like what on earth it just sounds so i can't think of a scenario maybe a running track where it would be safe so surely as a physio you'd say do some squats before you know doing what ben did and plowing into bushes backwards do you know what i mean like what what on like what are there other ways to get these benefits i'm trying to say yes i completely agree jane i i i think it wouldn't be my you know my first thought if your if your goal is i want to avoid injury as a runner um, my first thought would be, well, let's look at your training and let's make sure it's at a level that's manageable for you and it's progressing in a gradual way because, you know, we think a lot of the time running injuries is because our training is, is too much or it's changing too quickly. And then just as you're saying, if I was going to add anything in there, some really good strength and conditioning, lots of evidence to support that for improving our running economy and performance. So those, yeah, those would be my go-tos um, in terms of um, injury prevention rather than running backwards. Um, but in terms of how you would do it, yes, I mean, I, I live uh, by the by uh, the cliffs in Salt Dean. That would not be a good place for backwards <laughs> yeah, running. The safe environment. Yeah, um, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, um, but the track actually is is a place where, in some of the studies, they've got people to do it. So, uh, for example, one study that that did find it seemed to improve running economy. Um, they started people off uh, on the track because you can use the lines on the track to guide you. You see, yeah. you don't need to look backwards because you can use the, the guide uh, the track lines and they started people off with about 15 minutes altogether about 60 percent of that was running backwards about 40 percent was was walking and they did that three times a week and increased by about five minutes per week and that that seems a reasonably sensible approach to do it because if you suddenly go for this and and, and go straight into sort of 40 minutes of backwards running there's a good chance something's going to hurt i would say yeah yes mm. Yeah, there must be a sort of sweet spot with any repeat or an interval or whatever you want to approach doing this that you 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 approach it by starting off with a very sort of small amount of it and then increasing to the point where 
it's useful. But I mean, from I'm quite interested to hear where because we mentioned um, uh, Ben Patrick and his sort of the the backwards backwards movement, walking and pulling a sled. Is there a sort of crossover where forgetting the running bit, but walking backwards and like strength training by pulling something backwards it actually is a great thing that runners could do uh, potentially I, th- I think one of the things we want to make sure we do with any anything whether it's strength training or or resisted backwards walking is make sure it's you know designed to achieve your goal so generally for true strength change we usually need the, it to be high levels of effort and the target muscles want to become fatigued with what we're doing so if you're achieving that then you're likely to see strength change. And there is a little bit of um, research showing some increases in, in strength following backwards running. So there's a little bit of evidence to support that. Um, but it might be for runners, well, how much do I have to do in order to get that? You know, just as you were saying, Jane, you know, a, a, a relatively short strength and condition, conditioning program, you know, as little as 15 minutes, actually, if you load heavily enough, can build strength and endurance. So it's kind of bang for your buck, isn't it? It's where do you want to focus yeah. your time? Yeah, I think I'll make the case for backwards running from a strength perspective because I think uh, I think there's something to be said for it. Absolutely taking in your points. You can make it a lot harder by going uphill. You can make it really hard, actually, uh, within a minute or two I know Rick would minutes. be on this. You, I, knew, I knew Rick would it, be with backwards you can almost do, You can almost do it. it to failure, actually, in two minutes. Um, and <laughs> lots of people at home will, will actually struggle to get weights that are heavy enough to do to failure. Um, it's almost impossible with kettlebells actually to squat to failure, I think, because it, ultimately the load is more on your arms than it is on your legs. Backwards running doesn't cost anything. Um, so there's all those things. Actually, if you if you factor in other things when it comes to strength training, which we talk about, often it requires a gym membership or quite a big investment of money up front, where something like this, which is a bit of a hack, doesn't actually require any extra money. You can make it more difficult by going up a hill. It's not going to give you everything you need, but... I don't think we should rubbish it as quickly. And also, I don't think it's actually that dangerous if you just pick relatively sensibly where you go. So you could go up a grass hill or in a park. These, these places actually aren't that hard to find. Um, so I don't think it's, it is kind of danger is baked in to, to backwards running. I think it's quite easy to make it quite safe, actually. Could, before you answer, Tom, can I add to this, though, that on like if you get a, a decent incline and do hard sprints normally going forward that's equivalent to doing a good strength workout anyway so i'm just going to add that before tom answers in sort of terms of is it best to do those if you're going to you know utilize a hill just do some good hard short sprint efforts to replicate strength work or is actually what rick's saying also something that you know you could be doing to really make the most of that incline yeah, I think I think there's yeah some really good points in there, and I, I guess one of the things that's always challenging when we think of something as a hack is like how do how does this suit the individual mm. listener? Mm. You know, how, what would be the best option for the individual listener? So something that was mentioned earlier on when we were chatting is that running backwards reduces the stress on the knee. So let's say you're you're a runner with some knee pain. Actually, there is some evidence that running backwards reduces the knee stress, and it strengthens some of the muscles that would be quite beneficial for people with knee pain like the quads calf and hamstring so in that would probably be better tolerated than than sprinting uphill if you've got knee pain you could argue that the backwards running may be preferable to the sprinting uphill may be more comfortable on the knee 
Um, there's actually one one of the the kind of top backwards uh, runner uh, runners, a guy called uh, uh, Aaron uh, Yoda. He's run uh, his fastest backwards mile in under six minutes, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah. And, and he actually started it because of knee pain. Um, and he, you know, he's uh, an example of someone who, you know, if you hear him interviewed, will say, "Well, it, it it doesn't doesn't hurt my knee. It's really comfortable on my knee." So he he's obviously clearly someone that's got a lot out of it. And there are you know, some of these other benefits potentially in there that one thing that you'll get with backwards running because it is much more challenging on your cardiovascular system is you're going to get a really significant training stimulus, but with lower loads, particularly on the knee. So you, you kind of, your risk risk reward ratio there is quite is quite good. And, and coming back to what you're saying, Rick, when, when I was out on the downs, um, I was running alongside a fence so you, you've you've got you know you can you can follow the fence. Yeah, you don't have right. to look over your back as long as you, as long as you're sensible. You know, you're not be running through a, a wood with loads of uh, tree roots <laughs> to trip over or whatever. But you know, you you can do it reasonably safe safety as long as you you know you're sensible. Um, and there are these other benefits in there potentially. Your your cadence is higher. Your step step rates higher running backwards too. So we you know for some runners in, increasing their step rate can be beneficial this possibly could be another tool to assist with that so mm. there's, there's some benefits in in here that would make me think let's not dismiss it altogether yeah this is the runner's world podcast hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I'm, um, this is, this will be a bit of a tangent, but bear with. So <laughs> I'm obs- obsessed with my dog. You won't know that, Tom, because we just met. But I um, took took the dog to an agility class and the agility instructor said that he's a spaniel so he goes he pulls with his front legs and if you want a dog to jump they need to push from their back legs and I was like well how do you teach a dog to push from their back legs like you know you can't tell a dog to squat so that she said to teach the dog to 
get stronger glutes, you make him walk upstairs backwards. So it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> so what then, is going on in your house? Honestly, welcome to my world. It's a weird place to be. Could you get the same benefits from, if you're scared like me, could you walk backwards up the steps could you walk backwards in a pool like i'm trying to think of other ways where it's not as scary yeah. the dog tangent was just weird so <laughs> edit that out but you know like that's where it came from i'm thinking of safer ways to do it yeah yeah you've got me th- i i also have a, a cocker spaniel and so oh, you've got great. me thinking Welcome about his club. yeah his training yeah uh, yeah so walking doing backward step ups um yeah that might be quite an option uh, to consider and, and step ups are actually pretty good at loading up some of the key muscles um, in in runners, like uh, particularly glute max, uh, which is quite an important muscle. So yeah, you could do backwards step ups. You could start with backwards walking um, if you wanted to, and then gradually ramp the speed up with that if you wanted to. Um, I quite like the idea of, of using a track and using the straights on the track for your backwards mm. running. Um, okay. because you've got those clear guidelines you can know the track is safe and clear and it's not it's a very predictable surface and then using the bends for, for walking perhaps so it's almost like an interval uh, walking through the bends or, or slow jogging through the bends forward and then coming back to doing backwards just for that short stint so there's ways you can introduce it you know quite slowly and I think if you haven't tried it it's actually a lot easier than you'd think um one uh, you know in terms of the actual you know the method of doing it um one of the main paper on on this that uh, that i found uh, by uthoff at all in about 2018 they they say in a lot of team sports they, they spend a significant period of time running backwards like three or four mm. percent of a of a game potentially yeah. so it's not so alien as as you might think in some studies they spend more time running backwards than they do sprinting forward so it probably isn't as unusual as we might consider it, really. Yeah, apparently um, Muhammad Ali was a huge fan of it. Because you can imagine, he's almost like his Ali shuffle, kind of running backwards in boxing is quite useful to get out of a, a tight place. But you the same, same be true of football if you're kind of backpedaling. I bet there's lots of backwards movement in, in sports like that. So it's not as strange as some people think. It is if you're thinking about doing more than two seconds of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know, I mean, all these, all the reference, even a tennis, even during tennis, I imagine that they, they do a lot of that. I mean, you know, you're moving in, in every direction. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's where the real benefit comes from. It's not just backwards walking. It's actually more multi-directional mm. sort of stuff that runners should be should be looking at. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I think there's there's certainly an argument for that. Um, and there is a bit of evidence to suggest that your backwards running may actually improve things like sort of change of direction performance and things like that. I think a lot of us runners, um, we are just, you know, get good at moving forward. And because we do it so much, actually our, our change of direction, our side to side movement feels a bit labored and, and not quite so good. So I think variety is a good thing to, to throw in there. Um, even if it's, you don't choose it to be backwards running, some other form of, of training within your running week is is pretty sensible. And there is a little bit of evidence that that might be associated with, you know, lower running injury risk if you're mixing in some cycling, swimming, etc. Um, so yeah, I think I think variety is good. I was just going to say, is there any sort of other evidence or something um, sort of side away from the physical? Is it a good thing to just do, as you say, we're very used to uh, runners become very accustomed to movement in one particular way. Is it a benefit for sort of the proprioception, uh, neurological path, all that sort of stimulus? Is that Would that be a real sort of a reason why throwing it in there is good because it's, it will be unnatural to a lot of people? 
Yes, yeah, and I think particularly for youth athletes, um, they're suggesting that um, we, we don't want um, you know children and adolescent athletes specialising in one sport too soon because then they don't develop this nice breadth of different movement skills that they're going to get from doing multiple different sports. So I think, yeah, there certainly is some benefit. And it, it, in my experience, just as a runner, it feels good to do something a bit different. It feels like a, a nice to try a different type of walk, uh, workout. It doesn't necessarily have to be backwards, but something different than just the same running, you know, uh, every, every session. If, if someone came to you, Tom, I, I wonder if there, if there was a runner that fits the profile or someone that you would recommend backward running to. Is there, is there, is there ever a scenario in which someone comes into your clinic and says, this is what's wrong with me. And you'd say part of the solution for you could involve backwards running. Would you be like, it would be more kind of standard S and C work. Yeah. I must admit, it's not something I've, I, I, you know, would give out regularly. Um, but you, you know, if you've got a runner coming in with some knee pain, um, perhaps they're, they are weak in the, the quads, hamstring and calf, and you test it with them. You, you go out and you do a bit of backward running and they enjoy it and it's not painful then yeah, I think it might be reasonable to say, well, why don't we give this a bit of a go? It, you know, particularly if they're finding it too painful to do forward running, we might say, well, this could be a nice way of keeping some fitness because we know it's going to challenge your cardiovascular system, building some strength and getting some of those benefits of running, but without the knee pain. So I can see it having potential in that scenario, but the more standard approach would probably be to say, okay, well, let's let's try and modify the running you're doing, keep it in, in the same direction as in forward, but maybe we're not going to run so far or so fast. We'll find a manageable level for your knee um, and then we'll get you stronger with more traditional, you know, strength work. And I know you said, you know, it's difficult to load up a squat, for example, to failure. Um, yes, to some degree, but it really depends on people's starting point. So there are there are some people who will be weak enough, particularly post-injury, that squats will be challenging enough. Um, and certainly adding load can make it hard on a, harder for them. Um, but the obvious thing to do if, if, if that doesn't work is go single leg. You're doubling the weight straight away. Um, we spoke about step-ups earlier. Forward step-ups have really high um, glute mead and glute max activation. They're a very good way of targeting the glutes. And there's some ways you can tweak the technique, particularly if you don't let the person push up from their back leg. So the, the foot on the step, the leg on the step does all the work. Again, you probably will find you can make it challenging and get close to failure, even with low load. So it's about tweaking the exercises to, to make them tough enough, I would say. So the hack really comes from utilizing the things that you've got and making sure that the form and function is as challenging as possible rather than like throwing in a whole different way of moving. Yes, yeah, potentially. You know, it's, it's really thinking about on an individual level, what are your goals? And will this, this hack, whatever it is, backwards running or anything else you want to do, will it achieve the goals that you have? Um, and is it, is it a better option than the other things that are out there? You know, so it might be, as we said, if you've got knee pain and you're finding, you know, uh, that your normal running sessions are painful potentially. Um, but sometimes the answer will be no. You know, quite often there are better options, certainly ones with better evidence behind them that you would go for first. Tom, you mentioned uh, the tendons and how they behave in 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 normal forwards running, um, and we've talked about backwards being predominantly more of a muscle strength uh, building exercise. What if you were, if people were looking to you know you maximise on this the tendons capabilities? But does backwards running not in, fit into that? Is that is, that's very much more of a muscular development thing rather than tendons? 
Yeah, I mean, with with tendons and muscles, they I mean they're intimately linked together. It's very difficult to work a, a muscle without also influencing the tendon. And I think mm. there's probably a little bit of um, a grey area here with the backwards running. So, on the one hand, it increases the total muscle activation. So it's working the quads, the hamstrings, and the calf muscles harder. And when yeah. you work the muscle harder, you'd expect the tendon to work harder. So on the one hand, it's working it harder, but on the other, there's not the same stretch shortening. There's not the same spring requirement on the tendon, which should in theory make it easier. So it's a little bit of a trade-off. And I think on yeah. an individual basis, let's say you've got Achilles tendon pain, you, you just test it with that individual. Does it feel more comfortable for you to run backwards? Or, or does that bring on just as much pain? Mm. Um, so mm. sometimes you can theorize all day long, but you just need to actually test it out. Now, if mm. it does increase the, the muscle strength, um, generally that's very good for tendons. You know, stronger muscles tend to help the tendon function better. I think you've been very fair, Tom. I think you've offered a very uh, even-handed yeah. Uh, yeah, assessment of, back of backwards running. I, I, I don't think we've convinced Jane, but... Um... I might give it a try. I might give it a try. Tom's convinced me more than either of you two, so I might give it a try. When are you next to the track, Jane? Maybe maybe Wednesday. Maybe Wednesday I'll wait till like all the people wearing their spikes have left, and then I'll, <laughs> I'll give it a go. Because yeah. I'll probably fall over and I'll probably get laughed at, but you know, that'll be fun. I'll let you all know. I'll let you know how well, it pans I, out. I'll see you at the Backwards Running World Championships then. Yeah, Backwards Running Park Run. See you there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one thing I learned this morning, Jane, is is it's best not to try and do it with a spaniel around because I nearly tripped yeah. over on about eight different occasions. So uh, I wouldn't okay. recommend yeah. backwards running with with your dog just yet. Leave Tobes at home, and I'll let you know, Tom, how his um training the dog to go backwards upstairs works out because <laughs> you know dog physio could be your next venture. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, if anyone wants to find out more about um the work that you do, uh, where can they go? Um, there's my, my website, which is uh, running-physio.com. Um, also quite active on Twitter. I'm at Tom Goom on Twitter. Um, so yeah, come and say hello. I'm more than happy to talk about running and running injury with people. Great. Tom, thank you very, very much for your time coming on the Runners World podcast and talking about um, backwards running. Really, really appreciate your time. Thanks very much for having me. It's been uh, really good fun. Uh, so that brings us to the end of this week's Runners World podcast. A huge thanks to our guest, Tom Goom, and to you, of course, for listening. You can subscribe to Runners World magazine, uh, get 12 issues for the whole year. Just search Runners World UK subscription, go on the internet and buy it and it will arrive at your door and then you will have lots of things to read every month and that is the best thing you can do. If you want to just sample it, you can get three issues for £5. Head to hearstmagazines.co.uk slash Runners World podcast and that will give you just the three issues for £5, which is great value, but it's only three. It's just the three and you really want 12. So just work your head, you know, work that one out. And you can listen to the Runners World podcast on Acast, iTunes, all your favourite podcast apps. Search Runners World UK and please do subscribe. Thanks for listening and see you again next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it, so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love, and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.